It's over. Okay. Let's go ahead and get this last review right here. Uh, so, back in 2020, two years ago, when Dave Grohl and his band, the Foo Fighters, when they decided to make a movie, it was truly an inspirational moment because they said, you know what? We're not going to let a little thing like acting stop us. You know, we are going to. <laughs> we, have a, we have a dream and God damn it, we're going for it. And that dream was Studio 666. This is the new horror comedy movie by the band. I say new like they've made one before. No, they, they haven't done any kind of real big movie in, in it, uh, before. This is their cinematic debut, I would dare say. Uh, and look, who needs acting when the real fun is just watching Dave Grohl kill his band? Mm. You know, who needs acting when most of the fun is seeing Dave Grohl being inhabited by an evil spirit? being possessed by a haunted mansion and pretty much going and carving up his bandmates. You know, people, and gruesomely doing so too. And that's the plot of what this is right here. So you have Dave Grohl and the gang. They're working on their 10th album. That's a milestone right mm -hmm. there. And of course, Dave, being the incredible musician that he is, some people say perfectionist, he wants to find the perfect sound for this. So he tells his... I guess their producer or their agent, agent. you know, he says, hey, put us someplace where, you know, we can we can, we can be inspired an environment. We can all be together and make this the best album ever. At this point, the agent hates them. <laughs> you know, he's pretty much pissed at them. He's like, you know what? I got the perfect place for you. A haunted mansion. But this isn't some regular haunted mansion where it's like there's a ghost wandering around. Boo, get out. You know, blood in the toilet and all that kind of stuff. No, this is one where it's aggressive. You know, they get up in there and Dave gets possessed. And while he's, he's, I mean, this guy finds another key that never existed before. Sure. This guy is so inspired. He's making a legendary album, y'all. No doubt. But it comes at a price. <laughs> Your soul. Anytime so, the devil's involved. Anytime the devil's involved. Of course, as I said, we got 666 as in Studio 666 as in 1999. <laughs> <laughs> But it wasn't 1999, it was 999. <laughs> <laughs> you turn up that upside down at 666. But no, man. Um, so, people, is it not enough to just simply watch Dave Grohl go out there and chop up the rest of the few fighters? Or were they required to actually be real thespians? Let's go ahead and take a look at this trailer for a band that I really love. And a musician that I really respect. You know, I came came up in the day of Nirvana. Oh, that's right. You know, I was at that age. Mm -hmm. I was the audience. I was the same age as Nirvana at the time. Mm -hmm. Who would have knew? They were the voice of your generation. They were the voice of my generation, man. We still smell like teen spirit. <laughs> that should get you arrested, Corey. You better put that shit down. Uh, who would have known that the drummer, the drummer mm -hmm. from Nirvana were going to be this almost genius level musician some people say and now does he make as good of an actor or does he make films as good as that let's go ahead and take a look at this talented man right here and we'll be back with our review for studio 666 Foo 
fighters. You gotta get me a record. It's our 10th album. We gotta break the mold on this one. Let's have Let's go somewhere we've never been. This place is amazing. Do you guys get this overwhelming sense of death? Whoa. Doesn't really seem like the right fit. Whoa, that's rad. That was weird. The sound of this house is the sound of album 10. All right, all right, you guys. Amps, living room. Let me apologize in advance for all the rock we're about to make. Got a couple of ideas I've been working on. I'll lay them on you. Everlong, and you wrote it about 20 years ago. How are you feeling? Everything okay? Ever since we moved into this house, my mind is flooded. We all have writer's block. This is not just a creepy rock and roll house. It allows spiritual entities to cross into our world. One flew over the cuckoo's nest crazy. It's this place, man. Let's finish the track. Can we just wait, dude? You found a new musical note? Hell yes, I did. It's an L. Any chefs in the grill? I'm pretty handy on the grill. Yeah, you like your meat charred and dry. Ah! Let's make a killer barbecue. What do we do? We go save his ass. Is the album almost done? Yeah, it's killer. Here you go, man. Finish the song. You did. So, people, pull this over here. So, folks, there are, so you have some people who cannot act, and they are completely unaware. Yeah, just stupid, just, just don't know how bad they truly are. What are you in here for, man? Waste my time? Bitch. I thought I fired you. What? Dude, yeah, you fired me one because of the goddamn dragon sound. That's bullshit. They came in here to play goddamn songs for kids. Now, who are you bullshit? <laughs> Some people here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, apparently you, yourself. Those guys, they, they are ad-libbing their ass yes, off. They they, they're they improvising and they are terrible at it. But they are trying. They're trying. They think they're real actors. Uh-huh. They think they're really doing something. They're, they're putting the work in. They're putting the work in. I mean, I'm, it might not be going well, but they're putting the work but in. But they're putting the work in. And then you have people like the Foo Fighters, who are fully aware that they cannot act and don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> they, they're going to try. They're going to do it. No, Whether you like it or well, not, yeah, they're going to they're they, go out there and do what they got to do. They showed up. They're just going to read whatever. And, yeah. And if they don't do a good job, they don't care. They don't. They don't care. And, you know, both, I would say that both groups, column A, column B, the ones who are unaware of how bad they are and the ones who are very aware of how bad they are, they both have their charms for me, you know. And I'm going to tell you, everyone, 
And in this band here and Foo Fighters, everyone is doing this movie. They're, they're doing it as a goof, man. They're fucking around. And I'll be honest with you, I actually have fun watching them do that, man. Now, there's the, I'm going to say this because there's two people who were going to this movie. Because Martin already told me yesterday, he told me, he's like, this movie's bad. And I can and I, I already knew that, you know, this probably after, I mean, after I watched the trailer, I said, yeah, this is something that he wouldn't like. I can already tell, mm. you know. But, you know, that's, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. This is, you know, this this is a very niche kind of film right here, man. And, you know, the, 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 those things that aren't traditionally, you know, done here, such as acting well, you know, those, that's not going to appeal to everybody. People are going to look at that, and this is going to be something that they're not going to be able to get into. You know, the goofiness of this horror that they're doing right here is not going to be fun for everybody. But, you know, that's, again, why we're here, because we are, I think we are two different people who saw, you know, just two different things in this film right here. Okay. So, you know, go, in fact, you go ahead, man. Okay. Uh, yeah, I... I, I get that by saying it's a comedy, you get to get away with being goofy or or having people not be good, uh, or at least uh, ostensibly that's how it is. But you do have to have – it works much better when you have people who kind of know what they're doing with a little bit of, of good acting. And uh, it to me, this struck me as, okay, if I was a super fan of the Foo Fighters, I was already familiar mm-hmm. with each of these guys, maybe, maybe it'd be fun – to watch them fuck around, but I'm not, and the jokes aren't that funny. The editing's horrible, and there's so many just <clears throat> bad reaction shots. Like even if I put aside these guys who aren't actors, you know, n- not acting, I could go like, well, Dave Grohl, he's not as good as he thinks he is, but he is putting a lot of work into it. He's trying, but I just found that the the filmmakers were pretty bad. It, the only thing they seem to really care about was the gore effects. And hey, great job oh, on those. Those, yeah. those all look really good. But you can see that like that was what they knew how to do as far as directing, making things comical or working with actors, uh, not at all. And even with this story, you know, this you know story uh, of the possession, it, it's a kitchen sink production where you could have some certain things that are like, oh, this is a possession movie and we're going to do this. It, the director, he threw in everything he knows. It's like he's seen all these uh, de- demonic movies and went to, had some ideas and left none of them on the table. Just dumped them all. And it, probably the biggest problem was that this movie is just too long. Now that, I will say, is a problem. This movie does not need to be almost two hours long. This does not need to be an hour and 48 minutes. There's a lot of dead spots in here. And it's just, it's it's almost... The, the band are the executive producers on this. So it's all, this, this is almost going to a self-indulgent level. This does not need to be an hour and 48 minutes long, y'all. I'll tell you that right now. And I, I felt that. I felt that completely. Uh, <clears throat> but, you know, I, me watching this, it felt like some, some of those movies that bands make. And they're just fun because, you know, the band is having fun doing this. This is, this is not anything new. This, is, this, is, this has been done a lot. And I've grew, I've grown up watching some of these movies. Uh, I've seen some of these movies that were made before my time, uh, and some of them, some of them have the band to, cannot act in them, so they become more of a cult thing. Or the band is so big that we let it pass. I mean, the Beatles made several films where they cannot act, but they 
just went out there and just had a good time doing it. And somehow, some way, with them having fun, it just made it fun for the audience watching them. Now this is the famous Beatles. When I was young, so much younger than today. We need protection. Give me protection. What's this? Season ticket. Oh, I love a season. Let me see. You know, they, they, a lot of people love the Beatles being deadpan, but they just—they're not actors, man. Mm. You know, that's just—that's just, that's just yeah, it. They right. made—they made several films. Probably the best film that they've made is Yellow Submarine, and their cartoon characters doing mm-hmm. voices in that. I—I I remember growing up with a movie back in the day, and it's bad, but it's a cult thing, and kids loved it, and the actors are terrible. But everybody loved the band back in the day, and it was a TV movie. It was called Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park. Do you remember that? Everybody, everybody knows that movie's terrible. Yeah, yeah, you know, but people like kids like me grew up watching Cause, it because you love Kiss. Yeah, they, yeah, they dress like 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 comic book characters. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. We grew up watching it because we just love Kiss. It was making Kiss larger than life, and we recognized that it was stupid, mm-hmm. but and Kiss cannot act. But we just went with it because it was just fun. Right, almost tore my arm off. Jeans clean, a pussy cat, almost. <laughs> Dude, that, that, that could be uh, for a Tuesday show. Yeah, yeah, we couldn't know. This movie's terrible, but I remember growing up loving it. And you know, there's movies like that where, you know, the band, the band is is is, is just out there having a good time. You know, uh, this took too long to get going. Uh, for one, they, you know, it's very repetitive. Uh, the band comes in and they're just doing, you know, they again, they're having fun hanging almost while making a movie. So they leave a lot of stuff in there with them doing that. You know, they're making themselves have fun and laugh. You know, they're making themselves laugh. And I'm going to tell you, they spend a lot of time. Boy, they spend a, the Foo Fighters love Doritos. They spend a lot of time eating Doritos. Doritos, they're definitely doing a sponsorship on this because sure. they they. This thing is almost, they, they're eating the fuck out of Doritos in this. It's almost like it's... It's an hour and 45 minute Doritos commercial. Yeah, it's a, I was going to say, it's like, a, it's like a long-ass Super Bowl Doritos commercial. Because they got the Foo Fighters in there. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, a, it's a Super Bowl commercial that won't fucking end. But, you know, but I got, I got a lot of fun out of a lot of scenes that kept me going in this. Um... You know, they're, they're, for me, there genuinely are some some good gags in this, man. There's a lot of things that actually worked. There's a scene here where Lionel Richie cusses Dave Grohl out, man, for trying to, you know, for messing with his song. I actually laughed at that. And I don't. they, they called a favor in from Lionel Richie to do that. So Yeah, I laughed at that one scene. Yeah, no, I, I like that, man. You know they have a you know they have a cameo by other actors. I'm not going to say all the actors that come through here. Some I just you'll just have to see, and you do catch them in the trailer. But just you know when you see the movie, you'll see them come in. Uh, but once the kills start coming in, it moves up a little faster for me. Some excellent death scenes in this man. You know now you know I, I if your movie is to just kind of glorify the gore that you have, and that's what you want to do. You know you're not trying to like shock or tell a story or something and then all of a sudden accidentally we just spend more time on blood no they meant to come in here and do that they're having a good time with these gore effects these guys are probably horror movie fans and they want to make a whole bunch of you know gory deaths themselves and they do that some of these deaths are so bad that they 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 caught me off guard when i say bad i'm talking about people got it bad shit there's a 
There's one scene, you know, you they have a red band trailer here. And I almost wish they 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 didn't show it because uh it's it's one of the best kills in the movie, but I'll show you just a little bit. That man Leatherface could learn something from this, man. <laughs> Get that creative. one chainsaw killer right there is better than anything they had than, than most of the kills they had in that last Texas Chainsaw Massacre requel that they had on Netflix, man. Shit, Leatherface is probably looking at this and God damn, he throws his chainsaw to <laughs> fucking man. I well, he does throw it a lot. Yeah, he really does. Yeah. Um, then this is directed by the guy that did Hatchet 3. If anybody's seen those movies, I have not seen Hatchet 3, but Looking at the what what he does with the with the kills here, you know if he wants to, he should have been the one to take the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre if they had a better story. You still think he's dead, <laughs> bitch? You know, I with this I enjoyed the band. Uh, just messing around with each other because I listen. They know they can't act. And I'm looking at it, not expecting them to really act that well. I know going into it, the Foo Fighters ain't no actors. And the thing with them is that they are not, they ain't making no transition. Foo Fighters ain't trying to go to the big screen, you know. They're not trying to be thespians. They're not trying to be actors. This is not a career change. This is them, as I said, fucking around, you know, and having fun. And that actually felt sincere. They can't act, and a lot of things that they do is not believable, but that was believable for me, them having fun with each other. You know, I could tell that these guys have been around for a long time, and the reason why they've been successful as a band is because they enjoy being around each other. They enjoy making music with each other. Now they enjoy making movies with each, with each other, even though none of them can act a fucking bit. But that felt real. Uh, I tell you, if I saw this at the Alamo Draft House with some friends, because uh, you know, I'm not telling anybody to go to the theater to see this at all probably much better suited for streaming but if i was at the alamo draft house with some friends and we're drinking some beers and watching this i would have been having fun with this and with them uh i i you know that's what i'm saying it's not for everybody you know you're gonna have people like martin you know and then you're gonna have people like me <laughs> okay you know you got people like this i didn't, I didn't say that i didn't say that i said you got people like me and you got people like okay. you who're gonna see two different things here you know i because I, I, I understand that this is that kind of movie, you know. Yeah. It's, a, it's a stupid little, just, yeah. it's a stupid little fucking around film with people that just have money to make it, and that's exactly what they did. And some people, for some people, that's going to work, and for some people, it's not. And respect to the people who are not liking it, because you know, it's not. Again, it's not for everybody, and shouldn't be expected to be that way. Uh, but then I do see where people can go and enjoy this and have fun. Okay. So it's, you know, it's just one of those things where, if you know somebody whose sensibilities look like, it, this movie would appeal to them then recommend it to them. If you see people who know they don't want to deal with this shit, <laughs> you know, then, then you know not to bring it up to them. You know, if you know somebody like me who might want to go get a beer and watch this craziness, then yeah, you know, rec recommend it to them. You know, so that, I mean, it's as simple as that. You know, it's, it's, it's nothing deep. It's nothing no one has to get in anything, you know, big discussions over. This ain't no, this definitely ain't no fucking debate movie, all right? <laughs> ain't nobody sitting up here arguing about Studio 666. Y'all got better shit to do than sit around and get in an argument with somebody over Studio 666. It's a goofy little film for goofy-ass people like myself and then some other people who don't want to deal with it, then, yeah, totally understandable. What would you, uh, what would you rate it, man? Well, I tell you, uh, you're right about and I brought this up is how how well how skillfully the the kills are they're creative and a lot of love and work put into them and it would be bet those would be better in 
something like a Chainsaw Massacre with a good script. Yeah. And I did like the music a lot. Uh, you know, it's, it's not like a musical, but what they do play in it. Uh, I, I was like, yeah, I dig this. I can, I, I can listen to this. Where, where's that album at? Um, everything else, yeah, like you said, it's them fucking around. It reminds me of when somebody, a bunch of people get together, they make a movie, and they're excited, and they show it to you. Like, what do you think? You're like, I wasn't that funny. Well, you know, it was just, we, we did this for us because it made us laugh. And it, it makes me go like, that's cool. Well, then you go watch it. Why are you showing it to me? And yeah, it. it but then there's people like me who do actually like it. Yeah, I know. Okay, I mean, but go, go ahead, please. Right. So I'm just explaining why it's still uh, that 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 long running time that I I found that unforgivable. It was it was some old bullshit to me. Yeah, for me, somebody <laughs> in the chat, somebody put it. <laughs> so in the chat, somebody said, "Here's your rating: uh, eat a whole lot of diet smoke and then go see it." <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh yeah, no, I totally understand where you're coming from. Like, if I saw this, I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell you to go see this. You know, uh, if I was hanging out with somebody like Tony, maybe. You oh know? no, no, Tony yeah. would be all over this. No, if I was hanging out, Tony and I would watch this, and we would, we would love it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, no, nah, man, I, I get it. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think, you know, because I, I can definitely see with this is something that would be work very well. Probably better for streaming. You know, I could see this either going to a streaming platform or I could see it being on VOD and being ordered that way with a bunch of stoner friends and watching it. But, you know, I don't know, man. Uh, In a theater, it strikes me as a midnight movie. Yeah, that's exactly what it would be like. So, you know what? I would say, you know, for myself, it would definitely be a matinee film. Uh, but as an official rating, I give it a, a high rental, man. Uh, you know, and it would so definitely something more probably reserved for the home. But uh, if you happen to see it at the theater, there's nothing wrong with it. But yeah, I would I would wouldn't tell anybody to rush out to see it. It definitely works uh, better at home, while drinking some beers or drinking whatever, and having some friends around. So yeah, I, I give it a high rental. Still a positive for me. You know, a very high rental is a positive for me. But uh, yeah, like I said, I enjoyed it. I, you know, it's a uh, disre- You know. Keep in mind who you recommend it to. That's all. You know, hey, you know your friends and you know yourself more than anybody else. So, and then there's movies like that. You know, not every movie's made for every person out there. You know, and that's why they're called a niche. Sure. Yeah. You know, it's a niche film. Uh, somebody said, I can't wait for Green Day to make a movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, people. So, there you go. There you go. Uh, some, you know what? You put it perfect, crispy computer fish. It looks like a lazy afternoon movie. I would, I would say lazy afternoon if you're at home. You know, you're not doing anything. Could be fun. But Martin hit it perfect too, and he said it's a good midnight movie. You I didn't say it was a good midnight movie. I said it's a midnight. I movie. think it's a good midnight movie. I think it's fun to go see with a crowd. You know, but it it is that movie where I can see somebody like yourself walking out and saying these goddamn fucking festival people like any fucking thing. Shit. <laughs> exactly. And then I'm coming out behind you. Hey, Martin, that was great, wasn't it? <laughs> Fuck off, man. <laughs>